Warning, the following podcast contains adult scenarios and sexual situations. If that's too much for you to handle or illegal for you to listen to, it's time to back out now because this is an erotica review show. Welcome back, dear patrons, to the Red Light Library. I'm your Gavin, as usual, and today I'm joined by the first remote guest of the show ever. No pressure. (laughs) Wow, really? What an honor. (laughs) It's Victoria. Where are you from, Victoria? (laughs) I am from... (laughs) (laughs) I guess a better way to phrase this, what podcast are you from? (laughs) Oh, you meant... Not physically from. Well, that's embarrassing. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll um, give you this. Most of the real people I know that are my co-hosts use fake names because <laughs> we talk about uh, porn. That's very true. Yeah. I'm just kind of a balls to the walls here, huh? I'm very like, I'm a bit of an oversharer, I yeah. think. So this sort of thing is perfect for me. Um, anyways, I am from the Magic Folk podcast. It is an actual play Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast. We, uh... A very good one. My Adderall is not working fully today, if you can't tell. (laughs) Um, uh, I play Burnin, the bard. He plays the accordion and is a nerd. And has a very grating voice that I love to do for hours on end when we play. So today we're talking about uh, something you found on the wild expanses of the Amazon Marketplace. Uh... Dominated by his ghostly touch by Alex, two X's, Andrea. Uh, first off, the name's a pun, which I like. Yes, um, I, I found myself uh, having maybe this sort of internal dialogue with the author as I was reading. Mm-hmm. And in my notes that I took, I kept, you know, I kept making sure to preserve her unique spelling of her name <laughs> with the two X's. Because I I thought that that was important to her, and I, I wanted to maintain her identity as as uh, she would would have us do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, so. Yeah, dominated by his ghostly touch. I think that there are some interesting things going on here in the cover photo. Oh, thank you, because I was about to say even the cover photo requires discussion. <laughs> so. Right off the bat, I noticed her Britney Spears sort of uh, <laughs> belly ring going on. <laughs> and um, I also noticed that uh, uh, she's on the tiny hands woman team. Her hands aren't like like ridiculously tiny, but she has like small little petite hands, which I can dig because I have small little petite hands. Mm-hmm. So I feel some sort of uh, spiritual connection with this woman here. Uh- um, and... <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say for those uh, who haven't who haven't looked at the thumbnail for the podcast because uh, this will be on the thumbnail. The cover is a white blonde lady kind of just feeling lying on a white bed. Yes, and she's got like a satin sheet that you only see in ads for like Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I noticed that I think that she's supposed to be sort of fresh out of college, maybe, but this woman in the photo looks a little bit older, yeah, so it's she's, a little bit breaking of the immersion. She's in her 30s, yeah. Yeah. Um, she does not have a wedding ring, which ties into the story I found. Mm-hmm. Um, thank goodness. And <laughs> the last two comments I have about the cover. First, there is this lovely little glow around the word ghostly, Ooh. a very subtle uh intro to photoshop kind of glow around <laughs> ghostly so that you know that it's a ghost story <laughs> yeah we figured out how to do outer shadow and then made it white yeah. it's great 
<laughs> and then if you look very closely, uh, underneath the Y, you can see a little bit of a what looks like a cross tattoo on the woman's arm. Oh. Um, which I think is a nice flavor as we'll get into into the story because she is assumably somewhat religious. She has a couple mentions of religious, but she also has this conflict of not believing in ghosts at the beginning of the story, mm-hmm. so I like that. I like that they chose a, a very... Um, they chose an appropriate person to to depict the role of the main character who is... What's her name? Elizabeth, is it? I think so. I think it's Elizabeth. I also want to, uh, I want to give a shout-out to Alexandria for pulling off this cover, because... Uh, here's a hot take both for Victoria and any listeners who haven't heard this. Uh, Amazon is a giant prude when it comes to covers. Uh, you, there are a million eroticas that have a shirtless dude with washboard abs that looks sweaty always for some reason. Um, <laughs> but I have um, actually seen on a subreddit, there was an author who had, his photo was a woman pulling her shirt up, but it was like, like lower than a tube top or something like that like that it was a t-shirt that was being pulled up a little bit past her belly button and amazon removed it citing it violated their terms of services on sexualized content because she was in the middle of taking the shirt off like it was a verb uh, it was the picture form of a verb basically where she was she's gonna <laughs> take the shirt off so the fact that we've got a nude woman whose breast is only obscured by the g and ghostly and her arm uh and the glow don't forget and the, glow. the glow very important uh <laughs> this woman's naked and seeming to be into it so it's I, quite frankly i think what it was happening here is that amazon has some very prudish uh content people but they don't see everything they just see what might get flagged or reported or something uh so basically you can do whatever you want just don't get flagged (laughs) i do think um though that there is some room for discussion because you know arguably she could be pulling the sheets onto herself exactly so so it's it's not like she's in the middle of taking off the sheets um this is kind of i mean honestly like it's it's almost reminiscent of like massage uh, promotional materials mm-hmm. like maybe she's you know getting her calves massaged underneath the the bottom crop of the image like we don't know um how much so how much do we pay for this again three this is three bucks yeah three bucks it's, it's definitely not 99 cents but uh, i will say for four uh, four thousand five hundred words charging 2.99 is confidence in one's own writing which i like uh it's a recurring problem in the creative space for people to not charge enough for their like time in making something sure um i'm not a particular uh frequent purchaser of (laughs) these types of materials i i much prefer free fanfic um for a variety of reasons you know one being that i actually like invested in these familiar people or characters um but uh so i didn't know like if three if three dollars was appropriate or not, well, um, I did have most of it covered by the remnants of an Amazon gift card, so I'm not that salty about <laughs> it. But the uh, the basically the way the market works now is there's this service called Kindle Unlimited, uh, which is basically Netflix for shitty porn digital books. Like it's designed so you can you can check out five things at a time. So the idea is you check out. 
like the Hunger Games and uh, Every Day and The Fault in Our Stars, read them and then return. It's like a fake library where you just pick from Amazon's like personally own stuff and read it but that al- that also works for the kindle single program which is what all this erotica is under so the way you get paid through that is by page read like if someone swipe it the first time you swipe right to get to a new page they got paid a fraction of a cent and then it kind of just stacks up from there uh and books that are on kindle unlimited get higher search rankings because it's amazon's own service so basically the way things are done in the erotica market now is either you have to charge 99 cents or you have to you have to make the first book in a series free and then make like a big collection of all of them and put that on kindle unlimited it's rare to see something like this that's charging three or two ninety nine, and I think a result of that is I'm noticing the copyrights twenty twelve. So it's possible mm. Alexandria put this up for three bucks in twenty twelve before uh, Kindle Unlimited, and now is like that. This might be in a collection of erotica elsewhere. You'll you'll also note there's a bonus story at the end of it, or like a, yeah. an excerpt. That's both a promotional thing that real books do, and for Kindle Unlimited people, it's more pages. <laughs> so you get paid oh. more. I've got a lot of erotica that's like 1,500 words that we reviewed, and there was about three more stories added into that file just to make it longer so that they would get paid more. That's so fascinating. They incentivize you to put more content in. Yep, yep. Huh. So, uh... Usually we start off with the lead, and I'm kind of liking this one. Uh, it starts off with the first-person protagonist. Uh, I didn't, of course. I didn't believe the stories. I mean, who would? I stopped believing in ghost stories when I was 13. So when I took this job at the new, as the new manager of the Holt House, I disregarded all the rumors and gossip. I was here for a job, and jobs were scarce, so nothing was going to make me refuse this job offer. Off the bat, yeah. Um, my question was, what happened when she was thirteen? Yeah, why did she stop believing in ghosts? Um, so I'm very concerned that you know, thirteen is just such a specific age. Like I remember being thirteen. Yeah. Like I was probably about seventy five percent a real person at that point. <laughs> so like to be that far along in your development and just all of a sudden be like, mm, uh, no more, no, no ghosts. Mm. Like what, like I could see like, you know, I was a kid and I just realized ghosts weren't real. Like that's, you know, you gotta, you gotta really, it makes me wonder, it doesn't betray anything about the author's beliefs. Yeah. Like, does she believe in ghosts? I don't know because like, it seems like such a unusual experience. If they believe in ghosts, they have some very specific beliefs in ghosts that we'll get to near the end here. Sure, sure. (laughs) Uh, If this were a movie, I would say 13 means she just started getting interested in boys, because that's how, like, you know, 40-something white authors usually... (laughs) It is kind of euphemistic. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, all of a sudden... Like, boys are a thing, and I'm too busy looking at uh, my Justin Timberlake poster to realize (laughs) that there's a ghost down the hallway rattling in the closet door every night. Although we will get to that um, our protagonist here hasn't had the best, at least recently, the best experience with dudes who are alive. Yeah, and that makes for a great 
participant in a ghostly encounter, I think. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, the basic gist of this is our main character is going to become the manager of the Holt House, which is an old mansion, kind of Winchester style, but not wacky like the Winchester Mansion. <laughs> uh, which, I mean, I, I guess we could have reviewed this around the time Winchester came out as a fun little cross-promotion thing, but hey, uh, uh, rip. I'm a little miffed at that movie anyway. Uh, yeah, I figured it's probably trash. Well, it's not even that it's trash. It's the, the whole shtick about the Winchester Mansion being haunted is basically dudes putting a woman down because like long story short uh sarah winchester wife of the winchester rifle guy was really obsessed with becoming a architect like she she really liked designing and building things and wanted to become an architect but to do that you had to join the guild the guild was all stuffy old dudes and they didn't want this hip cool lady showing up and Women can't design buildings, they'll fall over. So sure. she had more money than God after her husband died, and she just <laughs> she basically just said, fuck you, and started building onto like the reason the Winchester mansion is so wackadoo is it's a it's a show floor. It's her trying like she's like, I really like turrets. Let's build a turret. Fuck it. Put it right there. Or hey, this is a cool new staircase I just saw while I was out on vacation. Let's do that. The whole spiritualism and afraid of ghosts thing comes from the fact that, like, everybody who was rich in the 1800s believed they could communicate with the dead. That's a very good point. Yeah, it's just like, it's just, this, there's this narrative that she's this crazy beleaguered woman who was scared of ghosts. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure the mood, because the idea of a, a, she built a mansion to keep the ghosts away, that sounds fun. Like, that's a fun horror movie idea. It just had to be based on the Winchester Mansion. <laughs> yeah, like maybe they could have made it a little less um, direct of a reference, perhaps. Um, it may, may have been more tasteful. How big is the Holt House in your head? Okay, so here's, here's a little bit of uh, information about me since I have a bajillion different idiosyncrasies. So um, I don't want to get too detailed, but I do have family that kind of owns an old historic house. Yeah. Um it is pretty big. It's I also liked the part where they talked about um where is it? They said something about the taxes costing a lot. Mm -hmm. Oh, where is it? They said basically that they couldn't afford the the heiress to the family name. Um which for the record my family is not the original family of this <laughs> yeah. house. Um but uh so the heiress to the family of the Holt house basically couldn't keep it, it herself anymore because the taxes just on the house alone were yeah. too much. And that is some fucking true shit. Mm -hmm. the things like, I mean, like, it's as much as a regular home mm -hmm. to pay just the taxes. And, and then you have to, to factor in, like, the upkeep and electricity, utilities, all this bullshit, whatever. Yep, yep. Um, so... I like that. I almost feel like maybe there's might be a bit of, like real life experience on Alex's Andrea's part yeah, because yeah. um that's like such a real world thing. I do think that you know I did some I did some research cuz I was like okay gothic revival. I was like I hate to admit this I was reading this uh a little bit 
on the offensive like i'm gonna fucking get her yep. on something i'm yeah, gonna get her and I'm i was gonna, like call her ass out <laughs> yeah so i was like okay gothic style house and then like she didn't say gothic revival but i guess that's what she meant because i th- i think this is in america i'm not sure oh yeah um, because they mention los angeles but then they say things like rubbish and then like there's something else that seemed a little bit like britishism like gothic revival houses were more commonplace in like England and yeah. the like Europe, it seems. But um, so, you know, looking at pictures of Gothic revival mansions, I mean, I'd say probably at least like 30 rooms, something, especially if they have the space to accommodate like bed and breakfast guests and that kind of stuff. I will so s- probably a pretty big place. I will say I had a, uh, I had a much different experience reading the first quarter of this. Uh, I tried to start it last night while I was laying on the couch, and my uh, my my significant other Sam, she was watching a bunch of like alternate reality game horror <laughs> videos on fate on, on on YouTube on the TV. So there's like this weird fucked up shit happening to my left. <laughs> And I would read the same page like three times over and not really re- get what was going on. So in my sure. he- in my head, for some reason, when I started reading about the Holt House and then I saw investment firm out of Los Angeles, my my brain went, "Oh, it's a big ass old hotel in downtown Los Angeles." Because wow, well, because like from an architecture standpoint, they built downtown Los Angeles and then kind of abandoned it. Like there's a bunch of really old buildings no one wants down there. So I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, there's a hotel probably. That's fine." Hmm. So cool! It's a it's a spooky hotel. <laughs> There's gonna be yeah. all that fun shit. And then she just like, and it was a house, and I felt a little let down. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I didn't know that about Los Angeles. Uh, yeah, I've never I, been East Coaster. Oh, and I think I I I feel like this author is either familiar with California or is from California because there's a direct mention of the Winchester Mansion. Uh, much like the Winchester House in San Jose, uh, the fact that there's not a comma California after that makes me think this person is like they're coming from a California-centric frame of mind, or they they hmm. or in an earlier draft they specifically said the Holt House was in California, and then that paragraph got deleted in the editing process, and they forgot to like put that info somewhere else. I would be surprised if that thorough of editing happened <laughs> for the story, maybe. I don't know. There's there's a couple of clunky sentences in here that we'll get to. It's surprise. You know, some of the other uh, stuff that you've reviewed on this show seems a lot worse than this one. I was surprised. It's Oh, no, this this is functionally fine. Like, I'm not... It's, yeah. There, I do have some gripes, but it's not it's not like an affront to the English language. There, the only there's one episode. Uh, I think it was it was a story called Stellar Sexual, in oh, which great. Grace and I didn't finish it and still did an episode in which we just basically sat there and went, "Hey, we didn't finish this. It was so badly <laughs> written. Fuck this story." Oh, and the author had the balls to put that they were a linguist in the bio, which... I love it. I took that as a dare to be like, well, fucking come at me then. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think the next thing I wanted to mention mm-hmm. uh, was that she, she, she has a moment where she says, if I could make the whole house profitable, 
Um, she could blah, blah, blah. I forget what the rest of the sentence was. And my thought was, you know, she's very confident mm-hmm. when this is a job that it, she made it seem that she didn't have a ton of experience for at first. She and majored as I was in writing, hotel management. <laughs> right. As I was writing down that thought, the next sentence was, oh, you majored in hotel management. Damn it, Alex Alexandria, you're one step ahead of me. I'm trying to get you, and I can't. You're, try- you're just like, oh, shit, they're, they're going to think, oh, they didn't look over her resume. Well, she is qualified because she majored in hotel management, whatever. Um, the Moriarty to your Sherlock, Alexandria. Yeah, I got I to gotta have some fisticuffs with this person, dude. I will say, the I like the, the simplicity and... Uh, uh, Anglocentrism of the name of the guy who owned this mansion who died, John Holt. Like it's just e- that's the whitest e- name I've ever heard. E- yeah, but I mean, you're thinking like 1800s yep. guy owns a big ass mansion. Like even outside of the South, which this isn't very Southern coded. Which thank God, yeah. because as I know, there is a lot of baggage that comes with oh, these. There's, yeah, there's um, there's some good old Southern stuff to worry about. Yes. Um. Which, not to say that that didn't happen in other places at all, but I do think that it would be a little bit out of place to not address that if it were set in the South. So, uh, John Holt does seem a little bit like good Protestant man. Yep. Yeah, we're, down we're in trees. a we're, yeah we're in a lumber magnate kind of situation here. Tall, skinny guy with the spruce mustache. Um. Although he doesn't have a mustache, sadly. I don't remember exactly. That is one of my later points. I don't um remember exactly what is appearance was like but um so the the woman that the heiress is named mrs gifford mm-hmm. she's kind of giving a rundown of what happened with john holt and the house and the history of the house um <laughs> and I, I just want to read my my note verbatim what i wrote down Go so i it. quoted he was shot and killed by a jealous lover right in this very house. That's why some say he's still here, trapped between worlds. And then I annotated with that dick hanging out. Because, like, you know that ghost dick is just, like, if no, if you're a fucking ghost, you're going to have your dick hanging out. You know that ghost dick. It's his house. Let him swing that ghost dick. That's all he I'm d- saying. He does, actually. <laughs> Literally, there is mention of it swinging. <laughs> psychic holy shit this is the best story ever damn you alexandria <laughs> alex come on so how much can you get into my fucking head with these games <laughs> i i don't have besides john holt i'm not i've just been over like the first three pages that we've covered so far really <laughs> there are no names like there's just holt he's the only one naming named it like there's a housekeeper that's showing the protagonist around uh protagonist like they achieve anything they just get fucked uh <laughs> oh miss kyle is um oh wait mrs gifford and yeah, i mrs gifford she's the heiress and then miss yes. kyle is the protagonist Miss elizabeth kyle gotcha i think yeah yeah we're working our way into it so i um, will say you know I give her credit for not being like, my name is Elizabeth Kyle. I'm a 26-year-old Virgo, I, and I, I just got out of college. I have black hair. Yeah, so, like, at least she's, like, sneaking it in there. Like, I can respect that. I, I Especially appreciate when that more than anything. Yeah. Um, First-person stories kind of suck for that. Y- yeah. Um, I'm not sure what the appeal is. It seems that a lot of... Um, so, of course, like a lot of fan fiction would be written in third person mm-hmm. because you're dealing with predetermined characters. Yep, but it yep. seems like a lot of um, erotica, especially like Amazon erotica and like, you know, cheap like one off seems a lot more 
obsessed with the first person and I'm not really sure why. Maybe it's like, you know, like you're supposed to be like, oh, my girlfriend's telling me this story of yeah. this hot encounter she had. Maybe that's the feel or, or something. I'm not sure. My the, um, the, the strongest theory I have right now, um, like the reason things, why, it's basically the reason I was told in college why young adults, mainly first person, it's easier to get like invested in first person. But then there's hmm. my conspiracy theory, which is that a lot of these first-person things might be role plays that the uh, author trying to make a quick buck thought, oh, wait, I just did this, like, four-week-long role play with somebody about someone getting fucked by a ghost. Uh, <laughs> and we wrote it in first person, so I'll just change it around so that it feels right and then publish it i don't think i don't think this is that but we have encountered some pretty damn like shakily some weird <laughs> pronoun usage that it might imply it was badly edited from a, a role play um i want to go where all the people are role playing ghost fucking because that sounds like an entertaining time reddit.com um, forward slash dirty pen pal r forward slash really? r forward slash dirty pen pals you'll probably find one uh, maybe I'll just lurk. I don't know. That seems like a very <laughs> <It's> <laughs> risky a, business. It's a hardcore Reddit. Yeah, that sounds a little too intimidating. So this um, uh, this Mrs. Give, give uh, this Mrs. Gifford, who's the uh, great granddaughter of John Holt, rocks up and uh, basically is telling our main character, "Hey, you're not gonna last the night. So fuck it. I don't care." Like. Ye our, our our lady here's like this place looks great i'm gonna renovate it it's gonna look we're gonna make a great bed and breakfast out of this all the original everything's here there's not much work to do and she's just sitting there like you're not gonna last long you're not the ghost is gonna scare you away like all the others <laughs> like she's just being this downer <laughs> Um, yeah not only that but like the only thing she talks about i think is uh she okay so here's the thing like i'm imagining a bit of an older woman here like maybe 50s right yeah um and she uses the word to describe her her like some odd greats grandfather she calls him a player after because <laughs> his his wife dies and then he starts fucking around everybody he's um, quite which, a player yeah exactly i'm like imagining this woman with like a like a like a shower cap on like she's got her <laughs> curlers in her hair and she's got her slippers on and she's like shuffling around and she's like oh that john holt he was a player is that what the kids say these days but she's also updating snapchat constantly yeah she gotta keep that streak with her dead grandpa <laughs> are um, streaks a thing anymore i don't know uh, now i'm showing my age damn it <laughs> Um, I spent some time getting to know the house, marveling at the deep mahogany banister mm -hmm, and the delicate mm -hmm. French fur. There's a lot of specific details, which I love. We're showing, we're not telling. Uh, yes, I, I, I wanted to say that's another thing I wanted to get her on. I was furiously Googling mahogany gothic <laughs> revival with that wood used in it. And sure enough, it wasn't. I'm like, fuck, God, I'm not going to get her on anything. It's zero for three now. Turns Freaking out. Alexandria. Maybe she is like a... Uh, this must be like her magnum opus because she's got a special interest in like <laughs> historical architecture. Like maybe her day job is that she's a museum curator or some shit. My PhD finally pays off with this three dollar <laughs> erotica. <laughs> but we bought it. We bought it. So who's the real ass here? You know, like. See, that's that's the reason we don't review fan fiction, right there. 
Fan fiction is just something made out of love and thrown up online, and I'm kind of an asshole if I rock up and like, you use commas bad. But uh, <laughs> if I pay for something, then fuck it. <laughs> You're yeah, at, you, I definitely appreciate that. Yeah. I can dig that. So the the old lady, the hip old lady, basically tells just is telling her to fuck off because she's tired of dealing with people running off in the middle of the night and... Our uh, our hero is like no, <laughs> I'm going. And, I'm going to stay sorry. the night. Yes, and the thing that the way the author describes her getting away um, or or leaving rather um, is that she climbed into her car and drove away, and it made me wonder how tall her car is. She drives a Hummer H two. <laughs> <laughs> And she left giant marks on the lawn as she peeled out. She flipped me off as her spinners rolled away. She tossed an empty can of monster and it hit my head <laughs> as she peeled out and squeaked. And, and her honk, her, the, her horn played Dixie as she honked it down the road. So I'm going to go ahead and say before I start bitching that this is a well-written thing and the sex isn't badly written. I have just been through two ghost-based stories now, and neither of them have fulfilled my want for actual ghost sex. Uh, when I sign up for a ghost adventure, I want invisible shit. I want flying. I you know what I mean? Like ectoplasm. I don't. I, the Ghostbusters well, come in, and then it turns into a four-way or however not? many I mean, Ghostbusters I mean, there are. Dan Aykroyd did get blown by a ghost. Uh, <laughs> Actually, there was a deleted scene where he straight up gets fucked, I think. Or, or there was, like, in the script that that went further. Um, These sound like my kind of writers. Oh, wait, no. The deleted scene was that that was a... Uh, I think the deal was that was a house that the ghost, like, only showed up for things of that uh, uh, time period. So that's why he's dressed in that ridiculous outfit, is they're trying to, like, draw out the ghost. <laughs> Um, <laughs> much like in Ghost Adventures today, where um, they put a douchebag with spiky hair in a room and he just starts yelling at nothing. Come and possess me. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Admit, I've uh, never seen Ghostbusters. Fun movie. Um, I, like, I, I don't want to be. I hate when people are that way about old, mo like old sure. famous movies. You gotta see it. It's a fun. It's on the list. It's a fun comedy. Uh, yeah. Oh, anyway, so I'm not getting the g -g 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 ghost experience. I'm getting the fucking. I fell asleep, and then it's a dream. B -b 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 wait, it's not a dream. Like, and that's happened yeah. twice in a row to me now, and I'm getting a little pissed off. So you would rather the person be like wide awake, and then this apparition comes out, well, and he's like, "We get a tease because uh, she falls asleep in this really comfortable bed until the distinct touch of fingers delving between my legs forced my eyes to open with a start, and she wakes up, and then she falls back asleep, and then thinks what happens next is a dream. But that idea of like a touch wakes them up and then they start feeling maybe maybe there's some vocal communication so we can get consent sorted out but like the idea that it's an invisible force could be fun to play with like i don't want to directly cite that scene from scary movie 2 where the girl gets fucked up a wall but that would <laughs> but that would be visually interesting <laughs> i see i see interesting um yeah, I think, so, like, as I've said, like, my family has a spooky old house, and 
not uh, not like the family that I'm like living with, but like I have family that has one. I've stayed there. Um, when you have these weird experiences and uh, I guess I'm I'm already reviewing a fucking erotica on a yeah. podcast in public. So I guess I can be so blunt. I've never been fucked by a ghost. So that is um, a, that is a, uh, a experience a lot of people probably have. <laughs> but I have like heard like creepy footsteps and shit and like i've had some things that are definitely like weird happen there um everything of course can be explained one way or another of course that's the fun of ghost stories right but like when i when you're awake at four in the morning and everyone else is asleep nobody else is in that part of the house and you hear like heavy pacing footsteps outside your door on the hardwood floor like you know that shit is real life you're not like huh is this a dream i think this is a dream i think i'm dreaming you're like ah fuck this is scary what the fuck oh yeah so like so like for her to be like hmm am i getting fucked by this ghost man it's hmm (laughs) question mark (laughs) yes i think there's this um there is some like character growth in in the uh, in Elizabeth. You know, she goes from being like one hundred percent I don't like ghosts. I hate ghosts. They're not real. Ghosts are dumb. This is stupid. Um, there are some points where I think that could have been a little bit more fluid. Where like after the housekeeper leaves and she's like, "Well, I still don't believe in ghosts. This is just dumb and stupid." Like I guess I appreciate her resolve, but like <laughs> even people who aren't believers in ghosts and who are staunchly like oh this is not like there's still something to the experience of being around these supposedly haunted places where you're kind of like oh my hair's standing up that was creepy i still don't believe in it but ooh, this is freaky what if ghosts aren't real nah they're not real you know like there's also the fact that movies exist and we have an understanding that the universe sometimes operates on karmic balance so if you're just an asshole about it you're probably gonna get dicked down by a ghost. You're gonna get triple penetrated by a ghost. Holy shit, that was a cool scene. But uh, <laughs> first, we have to deal with the introduction of Senor John Holt. Uh, yes. She wakes up and uh, he was—he's standing at the foot of her bed. He looked just as he did in the painting, austere and foreboding. However, one trait I hadn't realized in the painting that stood out in my dream was how sexy and virile he was. Older, probably in his forties, his hair had splashes of gray at the temples, but had the sensual curve of his—but the sensual curve of his lips told stories of the most sinful kind. So I'm thinking of him as the Trivago guy. Uh, I need to look him up. <laughs> yeah, I call him Travel Daddy because he looks like there's probably a lot of Rule 34 of him. <laughs> he does look like a Travel Daddy. Uh, You're right. He's got that kind of scruffy, like, stubble thing going on. Uh, cut, uh, he starts talking. Uh, Hello, Miss Kyle. He said to me, his voice sliding over me like butter over a hot biscuit. I love this imagery. <sighs> yeah, how are you going to not be in the South and talk about buttered biscuits? I mean... You look good enough to eat. Uh, I laughed. It was a dream. Why not play around? So her logic is, fuck it. And then we re- then we hear that she had a sex dream about a pastor that she knew when she was a child. Uh, when she was a child. she I tried not to overanalyze that one, but it had been hot and while it had lasted. It had been hot while it had lasted. And we get like a whole paragraph on how, one, Miss Kyle knows that's a fucked up dream, and two is trying to kind of push that under the rug. Why mention it? <laughs> That's very true. It's like, this isn't, this isn't like, I don't know, like when you're t- story- telling stories in this format, 
I would have a lot less of a problem with that if it was in third person because then it's like, you know, you're getting an insight into this character and it's almost like that information is not being voluntarily... The I mean, omnipotent narrator is just kind of slipping it in, right? Yeah, it's like, oh, by the way, this happened. But it's like, if in this format, it's like you're being told this story, like this information is specifically like like intentionally given to you so it's like somehow that's supposed to like amp up the eroticism when (laughs) it's sort of more like uh it's too ambiguous i think the it's like sure she could have been an adult when she had that dream Mm -hmm. but the way that's worded she could have also not been and that kind of skeeves me out a tiny bit uh Come to scare me away, I asked playfully, noting with interest how his big body was comprised of rough and hard planes. <laughs> like, like a window. Like that of a man who knew how to use his hands. Unlike my cheating, scum-sucking boyfriend, <laughs> who wouldn't have known what to do with a hammer if it had come with instructions. This is a very common running thread with these stories where someone is... is where either someone fucks or is fucked by a, a paranormal situation, uh, there always has to be ironclad definition that they are single or that the person that they are dating is an asshole. Uh, the very first story we ever reviewed on the show, Snowball and I Fuck Frosty, uh, is, about, <laughs> is about a woman with a really, really, really stupid boyfriend who... Uh, the in the narration coins a term that we have used many times in this podcast, which is uh, guys who have big dicks are big dicks. Hmm. Anyway, point being, um, it is very much established that her boyfriend does not know how to satisfy her and is a jackass before she gets to fuck the snowman. And in this one, Kyle can't fuck a ghost until she has to 1000% make sure I had a boyfriend he was a cheating dick and didn't know how to satisfy me so which I to be fair there are a lot of really bad boyfriends out there so I'm Mm -hmm. guessing there are a lot of people reading this and thinking true (laughs) yeah like maybe it's supposed to be relatable to some extent Um, I think that it's at a crossroads narratively like you could go the route of like Oh, I haven't been satisfied in so long so that this makes this like a more erotic or or, or like, you know, good experience. Um, and, and I can appreciate that angle or like, like the whole like, oh, I, I don't know, like I have this, like I'm, I've sworn off men and because my last relationship was so bad and all that stuff. But it's like, it's kind of sits in the middle of those two. Yeah. And, and it's a little bit like tug of war of like. I don't know. I feel like either one could be expanded on a little bit more to make it more immersive instead of just like, oh, it's it's like it's like those people. I mean, it reads exactly like those people who just like are not over their breakup and they have to talk about it at every. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like your cashier at Walmart is like she does bring it up. Why did my girlfriend cheat on me? You know? Yeah, exactly. On the opposite of. uh rough to interpret things we get uh john holt's response to are you here come to scare me away a slow smile spread across his lips as he's replied no i've come to fuck you (laughs) (laughs) and she he's so blunt that she laughs at it and i love this descriptive language in uh there's a really nice term here his blithe comment shocked a bark of laughter from me like we the word bark is used for to describe like a short harsh laugh and that's uh that you don't get that a lot in short, 
quickly written things like this. I don't think this was we quickly written. We got it written. twice in this one. Yeah, we got it twice, which they're a little close together, which is, I'm just, yeah. I, I, I am an ex-copy editor and I'm a little bit of a bitch about that. They're a little close, but that's fine. It's cool. It's that, per- yeah, it's that person's cool thing, whatever. Um, <laughs> how do you think you're going to manage that? I asked Amuse. The usual way, he answered. With he- my swinging ghost dick. He takes his clothes off. Um, uh, he was sturdy and thick with muscles created by years of hard work, bunching his shoulders and biceps. My imagination was certainly working overtime to create a nice fantasy, if a strange one. Uh, and then he takes his pants off and his, quote, monstrous cock, M-dash, holy hell, that definitely couldn't be real, M-dash, jutting out like a heat-seeking missile ready to plunder and plunder destroy. And destroy. <laughs> I love it. It's okay. So this is the start of my main issue with this story. Because there are like I feel like this is legitimately like it doesn't read to me like somebody's just trying to like be like, "Oh, I'm just going to write some crappy werewolf porn and people are going to buy it because housewives don't want to look at videos, they want to read words." Like I get it. Yeah. Um but it seems like she legit this author um i've i've been assuming the author's gender it seems like alex Alexandria legitimately enjoys writing erotica to some extent yeah. um there's a fair amount of build up so not such that it's prohibitive to read but it's not just like and then they fucked after the first sentence um but there's some descriptive things about the way that she writes sex that really take me out of it so she- i'm like I'm like, yeah, this is nice, uh-huh, I could, you know, this is a, this is a good, this is decent, but then it's like, and then he had a, a heat-seeking dick. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, um, damn, I was a freaking pervert to conjure up such a cock on a man. Hey, Kyle, you're, one, having a dream, and, well, actually, you're awake, but you think you're having a dream, you don't have to censor the word fucking with freaking in your own <laughs> internal dialogue. <laughs> I was a freaking pervert to think up a massive cock. <laughs> it, it was nearly frightening, in fact, she said. <laughs> very, very frightening me, Galileo. Uh, <laughs> truthfully, I'd always wondered what it would feel like to be impaled by such a giant cock. Whenever I find, like, big dicks, like, I get it, like... I get that it's mainly a male fantasy, so I don't, like, it feels weird when there was a big cock, because I'm trying to nail down, like, is this a stupid, like, cishet dude who's just like, eh, but big, big dick was big, and it was real good, because women like big dicks, or is it someone who likes big dicks, because, like, it's hard to find the line sometimes. <laughs> Like so, what you see, he asked. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Th- I'm assuming that the big dick is integral because it's. It has the sort of like domination and submission angle. I was gonna say the title is dominated. Yeah. This is no dream, Miss Kyle. He said, advancing towards me, his grin widening as his cock swung side to side with the motion of his step. He's fucking li- slapping that thigh. He's literally swinging dick. But this is a night you'll never forget. (laughs) I promise you. (laughs) So, at first it's consensual, which is fun. Like, she thinks... She's like, fuck it, it's a dream. So she literally hops onto him. Like, she does the Scooby, like, jump into his arms (laughs) thing. Um... I, I 
would have been, I think I would have been fine if the whole thing were like consensual. Yeah. Even if, even with the kind of hazy, like she thinks it's a dream. So she's only giving consent because of that. But then, um, they start having sex. Uh, some, uh, by the way, f- you'll find if you read enough, I'm sure in fan fiction this is a recurring thing too, but uh, authors have a real hard time talking about vaginas with syn- synonyms. Uh, yeah. I pressed my moist heat against his torso. It's been a while since I got any real action. <laughs> yeah, um, but I don't think this author uses uh, very good euphemisms for the male anatomy either. Yeah, yeah. And I get it, you can only say like, cock so many times before it's like but like there are also a lot of other words that are pretty acceptable um and i think maybe it's part of society's like oh vaginas are taboo kind Mm -hmm. of i don't know if like any actual anatomical words are used for like the vaginal area like i think nope i think the the Protagonist says like channel or something there's at one channel, time. Channel. There's moist heat. There's sex. Uh, yeah. There's no like vulva, clitoris, vagina. Which, none of that. Like vagina does have this weird it is clinical a little, thing, but like sure. vulva, ha- it, it's almost exotic in a way because we don't yeah. say it a lot. Like you could work with that. Um, we start to like John Holt is supposed to be dominant air quotes. He's a man's man. He's musky. He smells musky. Uh, but there's also like a scary edge to this. Cause his, she jumps on him Scooby style and she says, it's been a while since I've been laid for real. So why not get fucked in a dream? Uh, and he says, um, you surprised me. Most women of your age start screaming. Not that I mind a vocal woman, of course, but it becomes tedious when they start shrieking just as you start to have a little fun. I get so few visitors these days. You can imagine how much I need to get a little tail now and then. So we have all this previous. Why does he call it tail? Well, He's from the 1800s. Well, apparently him and her are having conversation, him and hip old lady are having conversations so he can keep up. Uh, <laughs> and the last time they talked was like 1985. Uh, Yoru su- 420, Miss su- Kyle. I'm surprised he doesn't call it getting some ass. Like it's, it's really out of date, but not un- out of date enough. Um, yeah, with all the previously given information about other exclusively female uh, potential managers being scared away in the night, he's just straight up assaulting women. <laughs> Pretty much. They, like this, he got lucky. He got real fucking lucky on this one because if she hadn't had the dream thing to work her into it, she would have run away too because this dude with a giant dick just starts forcing sex on people and number one, not cool. Uh, That's kind of the one shaky thing about dealing with BDSM and uh, dominant submissive play in stories like this. Like, People, I think, are writing from the perspective of, ah, fuck it, it's a story. You know everything's fine. It's They're not real. But then it just kind of perpetrates this idea that to be dominant, you have to be this asshole. Like, yeah, that's not how it works. I feel like there could have been so much more appeal to his character if, number one, if the, like, strange language he used wasn't, like, 
didn't take me out of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, so if he was like, if he had a bit more like decorum about him, because he seemed to be kind of like a um, to do like a fancy dude, you yeah. know. Um, so he's got this big ass house. He was an upper class dude. Like lean into that, and then that could be like like that's you know you can't actually fuck this kind of guy because they're all dead. So like that's the. I think like that would be the appeal of like a ghost character is to like have this fantasy with somebody that you like enact a fantasy that you couldn't in like real you, life. You could make him the brawny like 1950s brawny manly man or the 1850s manliest dude ever and still and give him appropriate language like you said and still not have him just be like I'm going to fuck you so deal with it. Right, if he was so popular um, of a lover after his wife died in life, like you would think that, like I don't, I don't know. I feel like being attentive to to like, I feel like his reputation of like, oh, I'm going to be a thoughtful and attentive lover, and you know, like I feel like that would get him all of these women more so than just like, mm, gonna fuck you yep. no matter what, you also, know. So like, also even if he just showed up, he's like, hey, I'm a ghost. And check this out, and his pants fall off. And he's like, so <laughs> now that you've seen the property a little bit, uh, this is a really nice house. I got a huge old wang, and I <laughs> and I'm I got I've been tested, I'm fine, and I can't knock you up. So like quite frankly, I think I'm the best of all possible options here. What what do you say? Like if he yeah, was just honest ideal. about it. <laughs> Sure, yeah, that's like the best way to broach that situation. Oh, and you'll love my special attack at the end here. <laughs> <laughs> my down be moved. So he, uh, she goes, aren't there any female ghosties to play with? She asked semi-seriously. I love semi-seriously being an adjective for what I said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> his response is, I prefer flesh and blood nuzzling her neck uh that gives me the impression he has tried either either female ghosts aren't putting up with his bullshit because they're ghosts so they don't have to or there aren't any women ghosts around so he's only had like fleeting experiences like uh someone died in the house he's like hey what's up oh shit she's going over damn it like Like, like she's ascending through the ceiling to go to the afterlife. He's like, just take your top off quickly, quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Just show me some tits. Give me something, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. And this also makes me wonder, like, so he's a ghost and he prefers the way that physical people feel. Yeah. Um, so he has a sense of feel. He has a sense of smell, too. Yeah, he has his senses about him. Um, but the way that the, the protagonist describes this experience, like, he can very much, she can very much feel the things, like, about him, too. So it's like, if he is, uh, material enough to, like, feel good to her, then why would another ghost not be material enough to feel good to him? Right. There's also, I think, the, um, I think there's some evidence of a earlier draft right here where he gave her oral, uh, or he ends up giving her oral because, uh, he says, I prefer flesh and blood. Uh, he, he rubs his stubble on her neck and she's really into that. 
Uh, and he says, I prefer the smell of a woman's pussy on my lips when I'm through, and nothing can compare to the feeling, blah, 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 fucking a woman. Uh, he specifically mentions enjoying eating out someone. And then he doesn't do it. He doesn't do it, which is weird because there is a part in this where she starts freaking out. Uh, they have sex, and then he changes positions, and midway through that position change, she's like, oh shit, this is real, and starts getting weird about it. Well, not that, that makes it sound like she owes him anything. She starts getting f- fucking freaked out. Um, and she's in, like, he's put her in doggy style, so, like, I, at that specific moment, maybe, like, put, may, having him stop and eat her out instead of s- jumping straight into unwanted anal, maybe... <laughs> That might be a good buffer. You're absolutely it, it right. It would have been a nice slower thing for her to kind of mentally get be like, oh well, maybe she could have asked him a few questions. Like, is is this safe? Is is there such a thing as a ghost pregnancy? How does that work? Like, <laughs> haunted baby. <laughs> haunted. Ooh. <laughs> Look, baby. Uh, he's in my belly, crying out. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> oh shit! It hovers three feet above the crib. That's great. Uh, <laughs> so he says the thing about enjoying a real woman. I shuddered at his explanation. Wiggling against him made sense in a totally whacked way. I think, and I put a note on this, and in the note just says, "Nah." <laughs> 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 like that's not. <laughs> If he has access to ghost women, I think he's fine. I don't think he does have access to ghost women, be it through scarcity or through his own dick attitude. This feels so good. I wish it were actually happening. With my luck, I'll wake up right when the good stuff starts. And we get a little (laughs) bit of anachronism right here. Ah, yes, those mechanical toys for women. I would enjoy watching you pleasure yourself. He said, cupping my ass with two strong hands that kneaded the plump flesh as if he was testing the firmness. But you're not going to need that machine tonight, Miss Kyle. So, vibrators were invented in the 1800s as a treatment for, air quotes, hysteria. Um, That's very true. Before that, doctors were, like, solo masturbating women on their own anyway, with the idea that, fuck it, just make her come, she'll shut up. Like, there's this very weird masculine idea that sex lack of sex makes women crazy but also if women want sex they're fucked in the head like it there's real weird toxic masculinity there's still really bad toxic masculinity now but it just gets weirder the further back you go in time Uh, yeah i mean like even weirder shit like the uterus like travels around the body and it makes you fucked up if you go back to shakespeare (laughs) times um the genuine fear that if a woman did something too manly like jumping over a creek or something the the idea was the the vagina and uterus was a mirror image of a penis so if like there were stories of women jumping too hard and then dick pops out and I wish it was that easy. Kind of like when you reverse a glove, or if you kicked a guy in the dick too hard, he became a woman. Like, that's just how it worked. Man, yeah. I feel like um, gender he- experimentation would be a lot more fun if that's how it worked. Humans are cray. So, uh, he, so he calls them those mechanical toys, which literally there were steam-powered dildos at one point. So I like this idea that he's still using terms like mechanical, but he's also tossing around pussy, which I don't have the etymology of pussy on hand. I don't know if that was, like, hot in the 1800s. Editor's note, according to a quick Google search, the word pussy is first recorded in reference to a vulva and or vagina in 1879. 
Well, also, like, fuck you, raw seems a little bit forward, but then, like, mechanical. I also have issue with the term toy, I guess, because it's, like, it wasn't a toy. It was, like, a medical device yeah. is how they would consider it. But, but again, like... Maybe if he's, he's having pillow talk with his victims every night. Oh, like, God, victims so makes it sound so awful. I mean, it's... Ba- <laughs> it's so, the truth, though. So tell me, now that I've fucked your butt for the first time, what are you doing with those those shaky things nowadays? Oh, they're toys. What do you mean jelly dildos are toxic? What is a jackrabbit? Where's the rabbit? I see no rabbit. (laughs) I see no rabbit. This one has a dolphin on it. There is no rabbit. (laughs) He tossed me... This is a weird sentence uh, highlighted. He tossed me onto the bed, and I landed with a soft oomph on the pillowy, dense comforter, and I giggled as he pulled my panties off with his teeth. You can just take that second and out, make it a new sentence. It'll be fine. Uh, There's a lot of ands being used here. They work. It's not too bad. But um, when you're dealing with... Also, you gotta... gotta Whenever I think about... uh, I should probably just make it a rule that whenever I encounter weird grammatical stuff to deduct about like 30% of them because let's be honest if someone's truly enjoying this and masturbating they're not paying that much attention like sure uh, yeah I we're, we're probably the soberest eyes that will see these stories here on the red light library uh, <laughs> there's also a case to be made that like you could write a little bit how a character would speak in first person Maybe, but that isn't really apparent elsewhere in the text, so, like... Mm-hmm. Oh, and she describes herself as a type A personality at one point. That's here. true. Uh, and she's very impressed with the amount of detail she's worked into this dream. She's like, good job, me. High five. Uh, <laughs> and then she gets she gets penetrated by him without warning. Uh, my, uh, It felt as if you were going to pop out through my throat. <laughs> Jesus. Stuff to Um, the gills with man meat. Yes, okay. That is, again, my gripe being that there are just these things that just rip me out of the moment, and that is the number one. Stuff, I felt stuff to the gills with man meat like never before. Did the author really think that that was like arousing? Like, do people actually. There's too many things going on. Now I think she's a fish. So there's the gills, there's the man meat. Like I get it, it's an uh, an idiom, but like maybe choose a different idiom. Man meat is on the same. Like if we're gonna put all synonyms for sex on a like a scale, man meat is over in the area where you put like baby batter and shit like that. Absolutely, that's a very astute comment. Yeah. And literally, the next sentence has something I want to praise because uh, I breathed, my nipples pebbling into hard points. That v- verbing the word pebble, pebble works so fucking well with the idea of a nipple hardening. Because, like, not only the nipple itself, but, like, areolas sometimes are bumpy, like, usually bumpy around the nipple. And, like, that works so well. That's a really good word, but it's in a sentence after the term man meat. Yeah. When you could have said cock, dick, fucking... Sword even works better than that sometimes. His length, his hardness, like these are really cliche. I'm ge- ideas I'm giving out, but man, but meat. man meat to say man meat isn't cliche. Like you know, I do think yeah. Like when I was reading that, I did notice the word pebbling too. It did stick out to me, and I think that it didn't 
impress me because of its position relative to the gills and man meat. Um, <laughs> but maybe you're right. Maybe in a more like thoroughly uh, like uh, like I don't want to say better, but like a different choice of words. You know, maybe it would have been more successful. Maybe a stronger editing process. Yeah. Also, we have um, uh, a, a classic generic thing of, oh, his dick magically finds her G-spot. Woohoo. Uh, I don't own a vagina, so I don't, I don't know if a, like, gargantuan dick like Mr. Holtz does stimulate the G-spot in Missionary, but usually it doesn't. Like, you need doggy for that, I'm told, so... <laughs> Well, theoretically, like, maybe it curves in a certain way or something. Like, we don't know this, he's you know? He's a swinging dick, and he's got a question mark. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean... Oh, by the way, did you see where he turns into a pirate for a hot second? No. Oh, yeah, where he goes, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um... Oh, God, there's so much to read. I'm trying to catch up. Um... Let's see. Yeah, he has beefy shoulders. Uh, still don't know like what color hair he has. Yeah. Um. He nearly bent her in half. I'm. I. 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 am assuming it's supposed to be like he's pushing like her knees up to her ears, yeah. kind of. Yeah, he's doing that porn my, thing where he just kind of like bare down for no reason. <laughs> my first instinct was sort of like video gamey, like glitch, and I imagined her oh, bending no. in half backwards. And and now she's a contortionist. Uh, um, see, now I'm thinking of her as like that 3D model from that Walking to the Shops video. <laughs> uh, exactly that, yes. Uh, so they do missionary. He like just destroys her, but she really, really, really likes it. Uh, he goes, not bad for a dead guy. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, then while she's kind of recovering from her orgasm, uh, he starts flipping her over. I squeezed my eyes shut and willed my dream to end, but when John shifted and quickly rolled me onto my stomach, I realized with a cry that I was not dreaming. Holy fuck, I was being ridden like a horse on the back by back 40 by a ghost. And the word ghost is in italics, so I was like, at that point, why not do the g like, come on. <laughs> this is like not is calling a vampire a Dracula, like you're missing a comic, comic gold mine here. Okay, so I just I just looked it up um, because I was curious what the back forty was. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so apparently it's the back forty acres of a farm, yep. like the back of a farm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I uh, I have learned something. This is an educational experience it, now. It is definitely an anachronistic uh, term. Like I've heard it before, but that's just because like I grew up around horse farmers and shit like that. I see. Horse farmers, yes. The horse farm where you grow horses. Where you grow uh, them from your horse plants. Yes, the horse trees where they fall. <laughs> Very dangerous to stand under a horse tree during the spring. Uh, <laughs> so she starts freaking out, saying this isn't happening repeatedly. Uh, and he says, oh, you hurt my feelings, girl. He says with a gusty laugh. What is that? <laughs> like I you, That's actually, I think, very appropriate for a ghost. Yeah. Um, when I first read it, I read it as gutsy, but gusty 
you know, this sort of windy ghost. Like, I see that. I I can dig that. I love the, I, I just, uh, now I've got this headcanon that ghosts laugh by doing the woo, like. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> a, yeah. a minute ago, you were coming like there was no tomorrow, and now you're shy. I don't think you, I didn't think you were real, I admitted with a cry as his fingers plunged inside me. Uh, that's it. Is this like the third time in four paragraphs she said with a cry? Yeah. Um, that's it, girl. Give it to me. Show me what a slippery little number you are for me. Uh, that's, that's a little more anachronistic language. Little number. Like, I like that. Yeah. Uh, something, blah, blah, blah. He's, he's being really perverted. Uh, are you a little whore because you look like one for me with your ass in the air just begging for a thick cock? Uh, and then he just starts, um, where is it? He starts trying anal. Where is it? Oh, no, he spanks her. And from what I've heard from people who really like hardcore spanking, this is a pretty close decent description of it. I ha I like I can't personally speak to it, but um he like spanks the shit out of her. Uh I'd never felt so out of control and I liked it. And then she says she started crying, but also she was really, really, really turned on by it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Which is this weird like uh uh contradiction that's is interesting, I guess. Uh but it's kind of cheapened by the fact that he then just um uh, but as his fingers dipped inside me for again, I forgot about, uh, all about what was natural or right. Uh, he fingers her a bit. Where is it? I'm trying to find. Uh, all good sluts know how to take it in the ass, my dear. Don't you like it in the ass? I've never. Will it hurt? The <laughs> the most naive question in all of erotica. Will your giant dick? <laughs> will your giant ghost dick? hurt my virgin butt that sounds like a title in and of itself yeah that's a chuck dingle novel uh <laughs> <laughs> of course my sweet but it will be worth it oh and of course another thing we hate doing synonyms for buttholes yes i've heard tight button uh this one is dusty clench yeah his his cock returned to my tight little brown bud so what this means is she knows the color of her butthole. She's had she's she's so she's like bent over in front of the mirror before and taken a look at that thing. She set up a complicated system of like three mirrors to bounce the image around. <laughs> oh, she got out the selfie stick like <laughs> like her, her ex boyfriend's like what the fuck are you doing? She's like get out of here! I'm doing something. Sim this is this is research. You're gonna send me the picture? No. <laughs> Oh, oh God, I never imagined I'd allow anyone to do this to me. So disgusting. And yet, I was shuddering with need to, in anticipation as that big fat mushroom head pushed past my yeah. sphincter. Oh my God. That's on the list, the mushroom head. It's, I, mushroom head is. I'm thinking about it's, Mario. I'm reading, yeah. I'm reading this in the same room as a Switch with the case for Mario Odyssey, and I'm thinking of a Mario mushroom when I read that. It's cartoonish. It's just, it's not, you know, like, th this is for adults, you know? Like, you don't have to dance around it. Like, or, okay, so there is something to be said for, like, um... For being euphemistic and like, like the um, word bulbous, metaphorical, the word—it's not sexy, but the word bulbous would work just fine. You know what I'm saying? Like you're you're getting across yeah. the idea that, that his 
he has a dick where the head is prominently larger than the other. Also, kind of getting the impression maybe this is one of the people that just assumes all dicks are circumcised, because we don't say one way or the other, and it mentions having a giant mushroom head on it, which is usually what a circumcised dick looks like. Not, not interesting. I don't have a cross to bear on that one. I just it, it seems like that's the common in porn, so that's just what a lot of and a lot of people were circumcised in the nineties and eighties, so that's just what adult dicks look yeah. like now. Um, like in America and stuff. So yeah, then in America. because of the time period, maybe then he actually would unless he's Jewish. Yeah. Actually no, I circumcision was pretty probably pretty prevalent in eighteen hundreds because there's like this myth that it's like it's healthier or whatever. Uh, that was yeah, that was around the time when that weird like like eat graham crackers and your kids won't masturbate. Yep. So like, so I could I don't know I don't know the history of circum- circumcision. <laughs> the history of circumcision, an adventure. Uh, yeah, my next podcast. <laughs> so we get to the fun part because he hits he's it, like an Overwatch. He's earned his ultimate, so he's ready to use it. Uh, want me to show you? Want me to show you a trick, my little whore? <laughs> Uh, and she's like, what trick? And he doesn't even respond. She just feels a second ghost dick penetrate her vagina, and then a third ghost dick shows up in her mouth. So he's railing her. There's two ways to interpret this. There's one that's what's happening, and there's second that's funnier. One is that it's uh, him making two other dicks for himself, or the alternate in a hitchhiking ghost kind of situation, he has called up two friends on Ghostbook <laughs> and is like, want to get in on this, just don't materialize. Just wait invisibly wait. until the code word is my trick. Just just wait, you'll know what I mean. He, tur- um, he turns around, and, like only he can see him. He's like, no, 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 no. They're like high-fiving and shit. She's just not hearing it. So, oh man, I had something I was going to say. Um, shit, what was I, where was I going with this? Um, oh, so he says there are some disadvantages to being a ghost. Yeah. And then she's like, what do you mean? Um, I think. Um, or no, she, she said, she didn't say anything, but she was like curious. Then he's like, the physical realm is limited, but I'm not. He never finishes that sentence right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that either it was supposed to be like, Being a ghost sometimes sucks, but there are some cool things. Or what I think was more likely is that the author realized, like, oh, I meant to say advantages, and then I just never fixed it because, like, my brain went a different direction, and I thought I fixed it, but I didn't. Either either that or they were supposed to type, there are some disadvantages to being alive. That's possible, too. Because they're writing this, they just type ghost. Because it does, if it says being alive, and then he says the physical realm is so limited, but I am not, while he's triple dicking this woman, uh, that, or while he's got three big swinging ghost dongs, uh, that does make a little bit more sense. Of course, the one thing that stands out to me in all of this is in the middle of that disadvantages paragraph, uh, I didn't need to wait to discover what he was talking about. I shrieked with surprise as inexorably my pussy started to feel violated, even as his cock was still in my ass. So that adjective (laughs) or that verb. Yeah, let's not. (laughs) Yeah. If anything, we've reached the point of the, the story where she's into it. So, just yeah. bringing that up just reminds us that this was not consensual to start with. 
That's uh, that's an author comment. That's not a character comment. No, I don't think. Yeah. Like it's it's more like the author's like, eh? Yeah, eh? yeah, you, you, you want this? that dubious consent? Eh? <laughs> so like, I can yeah. It it and it seems to me like if this were more hardcore BDSM, like there could be a context in which you could say like, oh, I felt violated, but within a larger context of that being good and like consensual and stuff like that. Even if it's um, like. She's not a property manager. It's the, the 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 deal is like there's this this boutique industry where it's put out on the internet that do you want to experience the ultimate the ultimate fuck like hardcore raw like no risk but it's gonna be insane and no rules just right you sign a waiver and you just you have to show up at this mansion and fall asleep in this bed and bring your own sheets please bring your own sheets and like something's gonna happen and you signed up for it you signed the kind of like the mckinley manor haunted house where you had to like sign a waiver because they're just gonna basically waterboard you like they're gonna torture your ass uh but the idea is like it's a it's a sex tourism thing where this this woman wants she's like whatever and then but she's also into the idea and she shows up and john holt show and appears and fucks the fucks the living hell out of her <laughs> pun uh yeah i mean like she could have won free tickets maybe and be like what the fuck i can't i don't want to resell these i'm embarrassed to own them might as well go so you maybe have her, maybe she just got out of the breakup her girlfriend's like over mine she's like oh my god girl do it you're never gonna get the chance to fuck a ghost dick again and then she's like, like the oh, sex fine, scene could be exactly the same it could be her thinking it's a dream it could be her realizing it's not a dream and getting a little eked out by it but it doesn't have that non-consensual cloud over it you know yes or alternate option alternate pitch that could also be interesting she works for buzzfeed and is uh, <laughs> accepts an assignment that's like i went to a haunted ghost fuck hotel and here's what happened you know maybe she's all of these things i think could guess work. what happened number three will amaze you uh there's one last great bit of writing here uh it's she she's being triple penetrated uh, I didn't know how to handle all the pleasure at once. My nerve endings were rioting, sizzling, and sparking until I was a crying, blubbering mess with no sense of dignity or restraint. Like, that's that's good writing. That's, yeah. That's probably a uh, one of the better lines, I would say. And then he just, he finishes, the other two dicks disappear. Uh, I was afraid to turn and look at him after what we'd done, what he'd done to me. Was I going crazy? Losing my mind? My body was still pulsing with pleasure, reminding me whatever had happened was real, not a figment of my imagination. And then they have this sweet little conversation about what she's going to do to the house. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was thinking of putting some fake leaves on the mantle, first of all. I thought that that would be a good idea. And maybe a different color wallpaper in the kitchen. (laughs) Oh, and... uh, And And he's just like, bye! (laughs) Oh, and hard rule, uh, you can't fuck the guests. You can fuck me, but you can't fuck the guests. (laughs) um i i did notice something uh when he when he nuts he says it's the author says he shouted and growled shaking his head like a dog um (laughs) as he pumped me full of his juice and so now i'm kind of imagining like the futurama richard nixon Yeah. (laughs) yeah it's like i again it's like I imagine that, like, maybe this is where language fails us. Maybe what the author was imagining was, like, really erotic, but the way that 
they worded it was not. She, they're a, thinking a of like a threat. basic instinct level, like ah, like orgasm, yeah, like an animal yeah. or something. And we're thinking just like, like. yeah, <laughs> like like uh, like the fembots in Austin Powers yeah. when when they start to explode, their heads just like do that like '90s editing, like super fast yeah, yeah, back yeah. and forth thing. Yeah, but I guess as a ghost, like, it does seem kind of weird and paranormal, so it kind of fits. I mean, we haven't, none of us have come from three dicks at the same time before, so maybe that's just what happens. Let he who has been triple dicked by a ghost cast the first stone. (laughs) Uh, So... He's like, I'm going to fuck you tomorrow night. And she's like, cool, just don't fuck the guests. And then he disappears. Uh, and there's actually a longer ending than I anticipated. There's like four more paragraphs of her thinking like, oh, this is going to be real cool. Uh, I have a really good feeling about my future at this business. And also, <laughs> it's kind of cool to think that if I step into a broom closet and he's in the mood, I might get a quickie from a ghost. So I'm into it. And then that's just the ending. And we get a little, there's a... a little segment from another paranormal story the same author wrote that i didn't read because i signed up for the story Uh, i read it a a little bit um it's a it's not i mean it's 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 too vague like there's not any uh context so i'm just kind of like i don't care but i will note the author uses mushroom head again (laughs) in this bit and as we mentioned earlier with the whole kindle unlimited thing i think maybe the pricing is old but the authors come back to tack on more shit because the end of the story that we paid for is 61% through the file. And then the yeah. rest of it, there's like three pages on my phone of um, that paranormal thing. And then a bunch of like 200 word teasers for other things written by uh, Alexandra, uh, including backstage ass, the story we almost did instead of this one. We almost did. Yeah. And I, Santa. I do wish that I had gotten to do some uh, rock star stuff, but I couldn't find anything that like seemed to float my boat in any way. This one seemed like it would be fun because it's funny, but I thought that like maybe something with rock stars could be like actually uh, compelling, but um, I don't know. I just couldn't find one that like a lot of it seemed really not great. Yeah. Like. Oh, I'm I'm barely eighteen, and I've ridden all the boys in the band. You know, it's like she's ridden all the boys in the yard. Like, give me some like, you know, uh, I'm the lead singer, and I have the hots for my drummer, and like we're oh, fucking yeah. backstage. Like that would be so awesome. But instead, it's like um, I drink a lot of Jack Daniels, and I wear fishnets. And congratulations, Victoria! You're not only the first. Uh, remote guest we've had you're also uh party to the longest episode of this show we've ever made which i am very sorry i uh, can talk a lot no nah, I'm, I'm into it this is this is a fun discussion so uh would you recommend the thing i've forgotten the title already dominated uh, by his ghostly by presence his ghostly touch touch damn it i was almost there uh well <laughs> I, you know it really depends on what you're looking for if you are a person um, who, you know, demographic wise, if you are a woman over the age of mm, 40, um, and you have an interest in paranormal, you know, fucking, and, um, you know, you want something cheap to kind of dip your feet into the genre, something that it's not going to make you cringe too hard, then yeah, 
but like if you're internet savvy and able to go onto archive of our own and find something much more lovingly crafted, free, and way more in your wheelhouse of interest, I mm-hmm. would say probably not recommend this. Uh, if you um, want, if you want something funny, like just goofy, uh, as an erotica thing, uh, I would advise something like uh, Captain Future and the Corn Dildo from Outer Space. Then there's stupid stuff like Snowball and I Fuck Frosty, which is 12 pages. It's fun. <laughs> it's not the best written thing in the world. Uh, or Fuck of the Irish. That's a fun one. <laughs> yeah, so maybe this kind of like sort of like, it, it doesn't take to itself explore. too seriously. Yeah. Um, you know, because I really like, uh, I don't know if you've read this or not, but there's the webcomic Oglof. Yes, yes, yes. Holy shit, I love it. Yeah, it's such a good comic, and it's, like, not even, like, really, like, exciting sexually, but it's very sexual, and so I kind of think that that's an interesting way to engage with human sexuality and art and stuff is, like, we're using sex as a, as a comedic, yep. you know, device, and it, it works really well, and so, like... Yeah, I think you have to find something that kind of avoids the the self-seriousness and you could either get a laugh out of it or maybe have to be a little more polished than this to actually get its intended effect. So so with that all in mind, thank you so much for joining us, Victoria. Absolutely. Uh, if you want to pick up the story we talked about today, it's on Amazon. You can check it out in the show notes uh, if you want to support the show. Oh, where can they find your content? Okay, so I do a lot of shit. Get ready for a really big plug. Um, so plug the biggest thing that we are plugging right now is um, Magic Folk, the podcast that I mentioned earlier. It I am a player in that there are a number of other people. How many other people are there? There's three other players and one DM, so that makes five of us. And you can find us, um, magicfolk.buzzsprout.com is our website. We're also apparently on some podcatchers. Curtis does all that, so I don't know which ones, but (laughs) just try looking for it. We're also on iTunes. Um, We also have a Facebook group, which is Magic Folk Podcast Friends. I do really, I'm obsessed obsessed with this story like at a ridiculous level so i do bonus doodles and content and stupid shit on there which are really cool memes i'm glad you like them i'm glad someone appreciates them because i I said in a comment recently this is for me and you all get to watch um (laughs) so if you want to watch me make some extra shit for the story we would love to have you in the group um there are memes and other bullshit that we do it's fun um what else i am um, for my quote-unquote day job, I am an artist. I have a Twitter at Star Star Party and Instagram um, at Victoria Watkins Art and a YouTube channel, which is Star Star Party as well. So if you want to ma- watch me uh, make some art or whatever, maybe go check those things out. Uh, I do commissions and shit. Sorry, that's kind of like uh, shilly, but... No, nah, man, hey, dude, you whatever. do you. The grind is the grind. Uh, but if you do like D&D and nerdy shit, that's kind of my specialty. So uh, I make a lot of art about that stuff. I think that's everything. Cool. Yeah. Oh, we have uh, Magic Folk has a Twitter. It's uh, at Magic Folk Pod. So that should be everything. Excellent. 